Welcome to Alphabet Fly, it's like big Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper and with me today is someone who is actually seven great beasts. It, it's, it's Jordan. Hi! And my other yes. friends say hi too. We're going to talk about the great beasts who, um, you know, are Alpha Fly related, which means it's both boring and problematic somehow. So, um... My my new rule is like if you're gonna be problematic or or racist, you need to be interesting about it. That's my new rule. Like be interesting. At least it gives you something to be to actually you know really hang on to when you get mad at him. Yeah, exactly. Like now I'm just I'm just angry at you because you're boring, and then also you're just like you know being inconsiderate. But that being said, let's talk about the great beasts. So. Um, I'm going to be going through this and heavily summarizing stuff, so, um, you know, if you're a big fan of Alpha Flight, I don't know, email me or or tweet me and tell me why, please. I would like to know. I only don't like, I don't like them more and more every time I learn more about them. So, yeah. But that being said, so there are seven like powerful mystic creatures who inhabit a planet in a pocket dimension that is accessible from Earth. The other world is known as the Realm of Beasts, which is once like Earth. Uh, a million years ago, the beasts arose on this extra-dimensional uh, planet, laid waste to it, leaving a barren wasteland, and the souls of billions of the previous inhabitants of this world, from whom the beasts seized it from. Um, are trapped in a pit of ultimate sadness, which I would say is just, I don't know, depression. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, but the beasts like wanted to come to earth and they attacked like three times, but they're driven back to the realm. Like each time the last time, like the gods of Northern Canada, notably Hodiak and his daughter, uh, Nelvana, still the beasts behind a mystical barrier designed to imprison them forever. Uh, on their native world, um, a native world, but one of the great beasts, Tundra, created like a mystical vortex that like spun the energy of the gods back against the gods themselves. Hence, the gods were also like imprisoned in their own dimension as a result. Um, so here's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how, you know, there's always like a, a second, like a plan. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, apparently, uh, Nelvana was just like, okay, I need to make, I need to make like a plan, like a plan B. So mm-hmm. I'm going to like, just like doink this dude and, and like have a baby. Um, and it happened to be a guy named, uh, it happened to be a guy named, uh, Richard Easton. And they gave, uh, and she gave birth to the demigoddess, uh, Narya, who became known as Snowbird who is also a member of Alpha Flight. Okay. Now, I kind of remember uh, that episode. Cool. The cool thing about Snowbird is uh she is tied to the geographical locations of Canada. Not to like a native land or anything like that. Just Canada. 
She must be like she'll, in Canada. She literally dies if she, she goes outside of Canada. Oh, yeah. Uh, which has a lot of questions because it's the same question I have with Captain Britain. What what happens if you're, you're not? Like, what happens if like something changes? Like, let's say let's say miraculously. Let's because okay. So, um, to put this in context, recently two states uh, gave back. I had to give back a lot of tribal land in the U.S. Mm-hmm. back to the to the to the tribes, mm-hmm. um, which is good, which is very good. Um, now, let's say Canada somehow becomes not as incredibly racist against their indigenous people. And gets back the lands, and it becomes not Canada anymore. Or let's say the thing that in Fallout happens, where like in a hundred years we just uh, annex Canada or something. And it's no like lo- what happens to them if it's no longer Canada. Yeah what what if, what if they're in Quebec and Quebec finally succeeds succeeds like which which they've been wanting to do for for years and like and and, our- and uh. And even even North Star became a terrorist briefly because of it. Like, you know, like, what happens if that happens? Somehow achieve what they wanted. Yeah, like, what happens? It's not going to be canon anymore. Like, it'd be different if they said, like, tribal lands. Yeah. Or if, they, or if it was just, like, like you, like you said, like an actual physical geographic area that, that encompasses Canada. That just happens. Yeah, not, not, not Canada. Not Canada as as not Canada because countries and their borders are kind of a abstract mental construct. We literally drew. Also, it's a colonized area. Yeah, like, you know. we, we draw these lines ourselves. You know. Yeah. So you know that's just a problem I have. So, but yeah. Um. But yeah, so basically, Snowbird, you know, is a thing. Because, I don't know, apparently you have to, you know... Okay, so second part of this is, uh, there is one of the beasts is called, um, Tarnarak. Ooh, I remember that one. If you remember uh, my episode on Sasquatch... (laughs) Mm -hmm. And not the fun part, the the kind of boring beginning part. Yeah. Um, uh, they basically, when Walter Laskowski, Winkowski, was doing experiments with gamma, uh, gamma radiation, because he was friends with, uh, like, you know, he was basically friends with Banner, and just like, oh, cool, Banner turned into a Hulk thing, I'm going to see what's going on. So, before they retconned this, um, before they retconned it into being just a gamma radiation experiment, gone wrong um basically the gamma radiation experiment actually made like a hole in the mystical barrier long enough for tanarak to basically inhabit his body so he can turn into sasquatch and tanarak's the beast that looks like yetis and stuff like that not just the random yeti they found no it looks like sasquatch okay so he was basically turning into tanarak okay and the more the more that Linkowski used uh, used his form. The more Tanarak would take over his mind, yeah. basically. Um, now that was retconned, 
which is good. But, you know, it was like that for a long time. So, um, in more recent years, like, uh, with, uh, Richard Easton was wearing like a, uh, a tiara with, um, mystical, with occult properties and performed a mystical ritual on the tundra, Canadian Northwest territories, uh, that enabled the spirit of a great beast tundra to take physical form on earth at the cost of Easton's own life. Tundra's physical form was the soil and rocks of Canada. And the fun thing about Tundra is it was basically Canada. Like, like if you hit it hard enough, you can destroy Canada. With what? it. Oh, okay. So this is where it's which more... Which again... Which again... Like... What happens... What do you mean by destroy? Does it turn into ocean? Does the does, government fall does apart? Alaska- does does the people die? <laughs> well, I think the land itself would would disappear. But again, how? And second off, would Alaska just be like an island? Because it's not Canada, yeah. technically. Hmm. Like, what happens if tundra gets pushed over the Alaskan? And Canada border. Does it lose all its powers? Does it hit an invisible wall? Yeah, so, you know, stuff like that. What happened is, uh, a Marina, who was the half alien, half human, uh, person who is, you know, a water person. I don't know. She does more water stuff. Her and uh shaman, like they made like a water spout to dissolve uh Tundra's physical new form, defeating him, which I guess means they had to get water seven nautical miles out from the shore. <laughs> Non-Canadian again, waters. Because again, that's how far out Canada is. So But see, this is a good way to actually te- see if you ask me though the if we could actually like harness this in a better in a in a non-destructive way, this would actually put a lot of like land disputes and and theories to rest. Like, are, is is Canada actually only seven miles from its shores? Like, you could just take Tundra out to the edge of there and like put him on over the over the edge, and it's like, oh nope, he no longer has his powers. That's the end of Canada. Move him back. Could could you take like a? Could you get like? A super soaker filled with water from America and to solve them. Ooh, does it become? Oh, does it wait, become Canadian water? Yeah, does it oh, become yeah, Canadian yeah, water. That also, yeah. What about uh, the water water table that's above ground too? Like you know, like what if you got water from the rain before it like got to a certain point? Does it have to be at a certain altitude to not be part of Canada's airspace? Yeah. How how far up is Canada? Is it another seven nautical miles? Because that doesn't seem right. Because that's that's not the cruising no, speed for a I lot mean, of. Yeah, I don't know. See, like how how high up is Canada? Could you fly? Could you fly Tundra up high enough that it becomes not Canada? And if you're still in space, or like the space just like just outside the uh, atmosphere of Earth, does that still count as Canada? If you're above Canada, yeah. So you know, there's a lot of. 
questions that happens when you tie things to geographical locations <laughs> yeah. instead of, well, sorry, not geographical locations, it's countries. Yeah, the, the geographical concepts. Yeah, like, you know, if it was just like, hey, this mountain range, that's different. Yeah. That doesn't change. Like, it will wear down or anything like that, but it still exists for aeons, then you can you can see the appreciable changes. Yeah. But, uh, a little bit after that, uh, Kolomak, the Beast of Snow, which is, like, the living embodiment of Winter, who created, like, blizzards and, and snow and stuff. Uh, consider it's basically considered like one of the more um, savage of the uh, beasts. Um, was freed because of an oil drilling, uh, oil drilling uh, thing, which is fun because uh, the week that this is uh, the the week before I'm recording this, Justin Trudeau got like real sad because Biden said, "Hey, we're not doing the Keystone Pipeline anymore." Um, <laughs> Uh, and I'm just like, you know, I don't really like it that much, Biden, but, you know, it's fun to see another neoliberal cry, so <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, because it kind of messes up his whole thing with uh, messing with uh, First Nation tribes. If you can't build more pipeline through. Uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, like, Snowbird, like, stopped the uh, Kolomak by tricking him and unleashing his fury against a cliff, which fell apart, which fell on top of him, and then Snowbird buried the beast under concrete, which I would say not that strong of a beast. No, no. Because you know how what else that would defeat any living creature? Mafia snitches. Yeah, like I would say that if you could knock someone out and pour concrete on them, they're not a mystical god. I would say that. I think it's a good, 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 like, you know, like, they're not immortal, and they're also not invincible, and they probably wouldn't have the ability to destroy millions of people. What if it wasn't so much as it killed them as it just basically was an actual way to contain them? Maybe the concrete was made of things that weren't from Canada. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so I would also say, but I would also put a caveat to that. You shouldn't be able to be uh, trapped in concrete if you're a god. Yeah. I mean, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So, uh, so we have the weakest of the beasts, which is, uh, Ranak, the devourer can only exist on earth by taking possession of a human form. So he did this at one point in 18, uh, 1848, he killed Zebediah Chase, an inhabitant of Calgary, and took over his body, only to be defeated by a man called Lucas Strang, with the uh, help of Shaman and other Alpha Flight members who traveled back in time. Recently, he took possession of uh, Strang's granddaughter, Emily, but was, one was also defeated by Shaman. Um, so basically, you can kill him with anything that gets through his magical barrier, which we know from Marvel you can shoot bullets at magic people if they're unaware. Mm. You know that, and kind sometimes of, it kills them. You know that that so. that that tracks because that works in Dragon Ball Z. If you shoot Goku yeah. and they're not prepared for it, it hurts them. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, so that's the weakest one, and they die because they have normal human weakness. Well, not normal human weakness. Sorry, they have normal human weakness with a magical barrier around them, which could probably be easily destroyed. Mm-hmm. Because it happens all the time. So, yeah. So, um, at this, at some point, um, Tarak took control. Tonarak took control over Alenkowski, and Snowbird turned into a Sasquatch and ripped out his heart. And uh, Lankowski's soul was kind of like kind of floating away uh, in the realm of beasts. Later, it comes back and takes control of Box, the dumb robot that looks like nothing. Looks like a, a default robot that you'd put on something. And then later, his soul is kind of floating around while his friends replace him with a literal Sasquatch who dies after, after a certain point. Um, which by the way, real good. I love that. That's great. That's, I would say that's the one good, one of the good things that, uh, alpha flight done in modern day. Actually, I hear that the modern day alpha flight is actually pretty good. It's just, uh, a lot of the eighties stuff is yeah, weirdly problematic. And by weirdly problematic, I mean like, you know, problematic in a white liberal way, um, which is really problematic. Uh, so, so yeah, um, after like, they had to basically like the alpha flight uh, had to go into the realm of beasts through the nexus of the between earth and the realm and the craters that the, I'm not saying the, uh, the slur for the uh, Nanaktuk people, um, but the Inuits, um, the eye of the world and like shaman, like kind of went in there. Then they found the the true form of, uh, Kaiuhuk. These who has like a special vulnerability to ice, um, and it's you know, which is a bad thing to have in Canada. Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, Telemok, the fire beast who can project flame, and it's just a fire thing. Um, they also met the oldest and most powerful of the beasts, uh, Solomon, our great artificer, controls the beasts. And who would otherwise like battle each other and direct their natural aggressiveness towards others. He can also shape like the landscape of the beast's world according to his wishes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's technically the most powerful of the beasts, but he's also the most vulnerable of the seven. He basically killed some Alpha Flight members and in retaliation, Snowbird s- apparently slew Solomon. I'm sorry, not Solomon. Um, Solomon. Soman and uh, the soul that was trapped in the glowing orb that was kind of floating above the beast world. Um, uh, she like used the globe to resurrect the three slain Alpha Flight members, and with Soman seemingly destroyed, the other beasts began to battle each other, and the world basically convulsed and was about to destroy themselves. And the and the Alpha Flight conveniently went back to Earth. Hmm. Um, later, Snowbird Spirit went to the realm of the Northern Canada, the gods of Northern Canada. Lakowski's spirits took over her body, and Lakowski was now a woman at that point, which is, you know, a huh. pretty easy way to transition, I guess. And I'm sure they handled it in a fair and 
very tasteful manner. Yep. So it turns out Solomon wasn't destroyed, and uh, recently influenced Lankowski's subconscious to induce her to sculpt a occult formation amidst the ice and snow in the Canadian Arctic wilderness that served as an ex for Solomon, Karakuk, uh, and Tomac and Tundra, and they returned to Earth. But Lankowski as Sasquatch and the other members of a flight defeated the other beasts and forcing them to retreat to their own dimension. Um, well, that's good that they changed pronouns, I guess once, you know, mm -hmm. for them, I guess that's okay. I don't know if that's good. Is that good? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't know. <sighs> I'm, it's I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> I don't know. Also, another thing. I want to bring up, uh, which is one of the reasons why I am exasperated at this is because there is kind of a belief of great beasts um, among some of the First Nation tribes, and they kind of just kind of took that and made it into a boring story plot that goes nowhere. You know, that's fun. Like, even is Nelvana supposed to be uh, a First like Indigenous people? I mean, I'm looking at the, the pictures of them, and I mean, they sure do look like 80s uh, mystical monsters. For good yeah, or for bad. They, they definitely are. The fire beast is just fire. That's kind of disappointing. So, yeah, that's fun. Mm. Okay, I'm done. I don't feel like doing plugs on this one, so... <laughs> So I'm just going to end it here. Bye.